Hey, and welcome to the show. My guest today is Karina Nolan. Karina just completed the North Sea Channel, which is swimming from Northern Ireland to Scotland, unassisted, 16 and a half hours, 41 kilometers totally swam. It was an amazing story, an amazing challenge, and it started so many years before her attempting the event. But not only that, Karina is a really inspiring person. And I've known Karina for over 15 years. We've worked together. I've helped coach her. She's helped coach me. And the one thing that you can take away from this that I took away from this is that starting any endeavor, any challenge starts very small. And you're not looking for the big wins. You're looking for the little consistent wins. And in this episode, she will share with you how she's gone from not being able to run a minute to do an Ironman and more importantly, the main topic is that she swam for 16 and a half hours straight. And I think number seven out of Irish women to ever achieve that task. So without further ado, here's the show. The big thing I say is like, you gotta win the morning. Heavy requirements on them to lift heavy weights. The conversation has to be changed what you truly value. There's no right way, there's no wrong way. Become the source of struggle. I can't like, find myself in tears from the physical pain. You're listening to the Stephen Kinsler podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Um, so you, for people that don't know, uh, you're on the show. Uh, not only that you did the North Channel Swim, but you did, you've done a fair few things in your life, actually. Um, but this, you're a swimmer yeah. by trade. So hobby. Yeah. Hobby. <laughs> hobby is a very, very... Uh, uh, Hobby. Um, when did you get into swimming? Like, what was it? it was just normal, like kind of kid went swim lessons, and then it just came about, or yeah, like um, mum and dad, uh, they probably kill me for saying this, but they couldn't swim, so obviously they wanted their kids to learn how to swim. So yeah. I got sent when I was four um, into Red Bull and Bray. Okay, yeah. and the swim coordinator there thought um, you weren't a swimmer until you could swim sixty-four lengths of the pool without touching the bottom. So really? term, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I would have never made that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so as a teacher as well, like when I would have seen kids being pulled out at level four, level five, and I kind of go, oh, you, you're not really fully there yet. I would like to have seen kids going on to do lengths. Yeah. And be consistent to be able to swim a kilometer or whatever, just to be able to say, well, okay, you can do that. But yeah, um, John Watchorn was his name. He said, uh, yeah, you weren't a good swimmer until you could do 64 lengths. So each term he would do, I think it was like 10 lengths, then you're doing your 24, then you're doing your 48, 32, and then you reach to, yeah, your 64. Yeah. So yeah, okay. that was a good good goal. And then I went on to Irish water safety. So I did that from whenever I swim, finished swimming at 12 up until I was like 16. Then I went on parkland job. As a lifeguard, um, and that Where kind was of. That? So I first started in Kilternan Country Club. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then moved on to Glenview and stuff, and then progressed on further. And but yeah, each time it was it was always a, a part time job. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was in school, I went and asked. We were to do a week work experience, and I said, "Well, can I go and do my swim teachers for that week work experience?" So yeah. I was given that permission. Cool. So yeah, that's where my swimming started, yeah. and I just loved it. Um, and it's always been part of yeah my daily job and my life. So yeah. Well, so I've I've known you since I think two thousand eight, two thousand yeah, what about two thousand eight? Yeah. And we started working together, and you were the swim coordinator. Um, and I didn't know anything about swimming. Me. And part of the requirements of the job was that I had to learn how to swim, yeah. and then you. So we worked together. I was there for four years. And you helped me become a coach mm. uh, in swimming. I was never a good swimmer as much as I tried, like a rock. I just kept sinking. Uh, I was the, probably, I'd say, the only coach or swimming course coach there mm. that couldn't swim properly. Yeah. I, I, I could barely, I could save a life, yeah. which is more important than actually swimming up and down. Yeah, um, yeah I was very bad at it. And then obviously I left, and then you you went on to work somewhere else. But when it comes to swimming, you recently just swam the North Channel, yeah, which was sixteen and a half hours. 
Yeah, so it ended up being 16 and a half hours in the water. It's a three, four and a half kilometre direct, but with currents and tides, you end up um, doing a little bit more. So I think my total was 40, 41k in the 16 and a half hours. So I started at 6am in the morning um, and then whatever 16 and a half hours is until that, that, that evening. But uh, yeah, it was... You know, standing on the edge of the boat, taking a deep breath to jump off mm. to, because you have to swim to land first. Yeah. Um, to obviously start have clear water behind you, no running water behind you. And then you just start swimming towards the boat and it um, pulls out with you yeah. and you just keep swimming until you hit Scotland. Okay. Till you hit Scotland. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, from yeah. Ireland to Scotland. Yeah. So I remember uh, it was, I think it was two years ago when you you said it to me. Mm. Uh, you're thinking of doing something you didn't want to tell anyone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, but you had thoughts of this before then. Yeah, so it comes back to, I suppose, I went and joined a tri club years ago. Yeah. And you would have done a couple of triathlons. And I remember the first triathlon um, was in a tie. And all I had seen, you know, was 1,500 swim, 40k bike. And I said, it's like as if I got distracted because I went, oh, yeah, sure, that's grand. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like on the run course going, I have to do 10k. What? Running is my yes. Um So I did that. And then, of course, you've seen all your teammates, you know, progressing, stepping up to this Ironman. And I thought, well, I can I, you know, do that. And I just went, well, if I could just go with it. And mm. it was a good crew going. So, again, I took on another challenge that, yeah, probably terrified me. The year before, now, in fairness, I, I did a six-kilometer swim to see could I do it. Yeah. I did a 100K bike to see could I do it. And I also took on the Dublin Marathon. You know, they're three separate individual, but they were long. Yeah. And the following year, then I went to Ironman 2015 uh, in Austria. And then... I did another one in 2017 in Barcelona. Um, and then I kind of was like, what's next? And then it was the ice mile. Yeah. And then I found out about, there was a, hmm, there's an ice mile Iron Woman title. Yeah. That Iron Man and ice swimming don't really cross because, you know, a lot of athletes are quite slim and stuff. Mm. So they, you know, they can't stick the cold. I don't have that problem. I can kind of manage the cold. So then I challenged myself to do an ice kilometer. Yeah. Then I went ice mile up in lockdown. And then two weeks later, I thought, you know, I'll try that again. I seem to have a habit of doing things twice. Um, I'll try it again in Armagh. So yeah. I was up and down to Armagh. So that's a man-made pool. Um, yeah. Ian Conroy is up there. Um, so yeah, that then led to cold water swimming for two or three years and then consistently swimming um all the time yeah. uh, so that's yeah that's i think after yeah we had done a 6k swim in sligo yes and i remember sitting down chatting to somebody in the pub that night and she had done the english channel and it was all about this and i was like oh maybe i'll do that one day and then she said to me why don't you go and sit in dover for so long when you could just go up the north and of course i was like I said, I thought at the time you had to do the English to prove that you could do it and that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, that was always in my mind. It's like, mm. oh, yeah, so much easier, you know, logistically as yeah. in, you know, it's, it's on the road, essentially. So then I made a few inquiries because the same company that run the North Channel um, Infinity did a lot of ice swimming involved, were involved in that. Yes. So... Yeah, I got in touch with them. Porrick had sent me a message going, he said, yeah, you could do it. And I was like, mm. then I asked another few people and some people were like, oh, I wouldn't go near that. It's really? too hard. Yeah. It's too tough. It's full of jellyfish. It's this, it's that. So then you kind of suppress it and you go, maybe I'm not able for it. And then it always raises the head again. And yeah, it just kind of was there niggling. Do it, do it, yeah. do it. So then I, yeah, I booked my slot, which I think is... You have to put in a deposit of twelve hundred quid. Oh, really? It's not a a whim. Yeah, yeah it's not yeah. like a fifty euro. Ah, sure. If I don't do it, it's only fifty euro. It's a lot of money, like and yeah. That was just your deposit. So yeah, when I put that down, I really had to kind of go. I really want to be able to do this, um, and that's when I got. Uh, I asked Lisa, would she coach me? So Lisa and I do some coaching for Wicklow Tribe. Yeah, and she was like, "Well, the first Thing is, she says, I want to be on the boat. And I was like, well, yeah, okay. Um, and then after that, then we put a plan together. Yeah. 
So I'd said to her, I don't want anyone to know. I said, I just want to train away uh, and just keep it my business. And, yeah. you know, and then I did tell a few people that, you yeah. know, uh, like uh, yourself and stuff, because you're into the endurance stuff as well. So yeah. you, you kind of understand. Well, I'm into stupid challenges. I wouldn't say I'm into endurance stuff. I think that sounds stupid. I'll do. Uh, but even at that, like when you started doing, say, the two years to that, and I know because we, we were in contact because you, mm. you were teaching me to stop in a rock. And um, you I remember you telling me like sometimes you felt like you were you weren't ready or it wasn't going to yeah. happen. So yeah. the training, I know you had to do like countless and countless kilometers mm. to build. You had to build a massive endurance yeah. in the pool and in cold water before um, like how was the training over that two years? Like the, the kind of just the the commitment the commitment to it like because it's yeah like you, how much you have to be in the water yeah um so when i asked lisa first i think it was near the end of it was near the end of the year and she said yeah well okay she said just swim away for the moment and build up the the kilometers and stuff um so i think i had to try and reach as a 20k a week and stuff and then the real tough stuff got going say in january yeah um so yeah, it was consistent, and I do remember, you know, I uh, habits make a champion is a book yeah. I've had, and then another one is champion minded, and reading through it and you know picking out different quotes, um, and one of them was it's a privilege to be coached. Mm. So I was taking that on board, going, it's not only my time, it's Lisa's time that she's given up to coach yeah. me, um, and I didn't want to waste that. So, yeah, like when the alarm's going off at half five, quarter six, and you have to drag yourself out on a winter's morning in December and January and February when they're the hardest, there's the most gloomiest days. Yeah. You're kind of, well, why am I doing this? I could just stay here in bed. Um, but I didn't want to let her down. I didn't want to, again, waste her time. So it was a motivation. No, get up and get it done. Mm. Um so at the beginning, it was all kind of mornings and morning sessions. And then when it became easier to get in the sea from, say, April and stuff, um, yeah, I was in the sea. So it was all kind of more. And then once it built again, then it was like the double sessions yeah. and the longer sessions. So you went from like 3Ks to 4.5Ks. Um, and then you might have had to do 4K in the morning, 4K in the evening. Um so yeah, and it is a dread to go back into a pool in the evening when everybody's about. Yeah. Not many people get up at that time in the morning to go swimming. So I was lucky in that sense that the pool wasn't massively busy. Mm. Um, and I would get on work and fun. Yeah. Um, I did dread going in on a Sunday afternoon or Sunday There's morning. There's too many people and, there kind of thing. Yeah, like, and it's family day and I get that. But when you're trying to get a set done and there's yeah. three or four kids crossing the lane or somebody swim the wrong direction and yeah. you just you get frustrated. But then that's another thing you have to work out. You gotta control what you can control. Yeah, control and the controllables. Yes, yeah. yeah. So then I made it my business to get in for nine o'clock and be gone by half ten. Yeah. So families were maybe only rising at, you know, half nine, mm. thinking about going swimming. So you were literally trying to juggle other people's yeah you know routine, they're doing their routines against make, you make it work for you yeah and then when like obviously you, you you did all all that swimming what was the kind of before the event itself what was the kind of longest swims that you had to kind of work up to was there a kind of like a i have to achieve like not a, the if you're on a marathon you have to run like an 18 oh, miles yeah. uh, I think. so six hours would six have been, hours yeah you have to do a qualifier for six hours and i do remember before covid and again it would have been and I, mm. I, I went and did a 10k in lockdown and I didn't put uh, I say less I, I barely trained for it because yeah. and I did it for that can I mentally get through this can I physically get through this mm. with little or no training can I be in my own head for 10k yeah and I was the last out of the water and no, no problem saying that and you know everybody was like you know well done you know kind of get out your <laughs> um, but I kind of came away from that going if I can do 10k with very little training and all that kind of stuff it maybe I can push forward yeah so I also ask that you do a six hour qualifier okay so they have this uh, thing called hit the wall so there's different challenges throughout the four days um, and a group of friends were coming up to do Battle of Carlingford Lock, which is seven and a half K. And we didn't sign up for that. And at this stage, I hadn't told most of my friends that I was doing the channel. 
or anything even this. I don't know some of them probably had. Um, so I do remember doing the seven and a half K, having an amazing swim, everything went right. Um, and then they were all going home and they were kind of like, what are you doing? And mm. I was like, I'm just going to do a six hour swim tomorrow. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, I've got this next thing. Yeah. And yet having all the support from them. Yeah. You know, the hugs and, you know, mind yourself kind of thing. And then set off that, that morning to do a six hour swim. And I was fretting because I was like, I have food and nutrition in that bag. I don't know what really works. I had been using some of the stuff, but I just didn't know how it all fit together. But when it comes to food, how was like, what would you, obviously you can't like just stop for meals. So how did yeah. you, so how you, did you consume you, calories? Because obviously, yeah, you're using the carb, um, high five, you're using gels yeah. um, and whatever you can kind of take, you know, tolerate as well yeah. like when people are running around a bike they're upright yeah when you're swimming you're flat so you kind of have to start figuring out what's what's, what's gonna work for you stomach. and what's not gonna so bananas didn't really work for me yeah um i'd be i could get it in and swallow and two minutes later then i'm like oh it's coming back up or yeah. you know so you're definitely trying stuff and even i had gotten used to having pirates say before swimming in the mornings yeah. um but yeah, so that six hour was a complete test of everything. And I liked the way when they sent us off in different groups, you had to swim to certain boys and stuff. Yeah. And they just said, just keep looking up for the next boy, the next boy. And without you realizing, they kept moving these boys. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Sneaky. Yeah. Um, and you're kind of going, why are they moving it now? So one minute you're maybe going with the current next minute you're going against the current then you've got a slap of a chop and you're like so it was great and at different times i did kind of stop and go where am i in this locker you know like um, i think a lot of stuff when it comes to your own mindset and what you're capable of Mm. so like i know that we we do it in the gym and we will Get people to do things and we'll tell them time's different or they have to go this long and then uh, 15 or five minutes past the time because we we knew we could do more or we added a little bit more weight and we didn't tell them because we knew it was possible so uh then moving the boys and you're not knowing that it's been moved properly yeah. like you're just like getting to the task mm-hmm. and then you're like next thing you know oh i actually completed my task yeah. i think that's a really good part of because if you just you you're you're too likely to want to stop yourself. Mm. There's that inner inner demon mm. that you're always is always battling. I know it battled me yeah. uh, when I do challenges. Um, but so obviously you've done you did your six hour else to qualify, and once you've done that, then you're allowed to register. Or you have to. It's just to prove a point that you can stay in the water for the six hours. Yeah. Um, I know the English Channel. I think you have to do an eight hour one. Okay. So it's I suppose it's just different for each one. Yeah. Uh, Infinity asked. Oh, and also that the water was at thirteen degrees or lower, if yeah. possible. And um, so it was thirteen point four that day. So I can't remember if I wasn't too cold. Mm. Oh, was that a wetsuit or not? No, no, no wetsuit. Okay, yeah, yeah, so you're going with what you're going to be in the north. Yeah, and um, my hands were a little bit withery, and mm. my tongue because of the salt was very much. It just felt odd. Yeah, um, and I actually didn't get that on the north channel. Okay, um, I don't know. There must be less salt on everything. Mm. But yeah, you did that, and I was on a bit of a high then because I was like, I've swam for six hours. I've covered this much distance, um, and it was great. It was just a Oh, really? Yeah. Do that. Um, and that was back in May. So, and the the body felt good as well. There was no major issues. Um, and Lisa actually came up that weekend because it was also another swimmer, yeah. uh, Doug, who was doing the same thing. Okay, cool. Um, so she came up and she was delighted to see that we were, in, you know, all good. And she did say to me, you know, it's just your six hours. Like, you know, we mm. still have a lot of work to do. And I said, I'm fully aware. I've still a long road to go. That's a good coach, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, so yeah you yeah. just did your six hours. Yeah. With a long time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, and that's why I think Lisa and I worked really well too as well because, yes, I didn't want to let her down, but yeah. she's also ready to, to push on to the Yeah, yeah. Part. It's not like, oh, yeah, you've done that happy days. Let's go and do yeah, let's, two days rest. It was like, no, you still you got something to achieve. Yeah. 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 You still, you still got to work more. And, and then I used to swim on a Thursday night with with my club, 
so I was being pushed there against people that, you know, yeah. have known for quite a long time. And I suppose for myself, having moved a lane and then gone from the back of the lane, the like inching forward, inching mm. forward to not every week, but like leading the lane, yeah. that was really motivating to me. And I also yeah, felt under pressure then because, yeah. you know, there's people chasing you down. So you have to push. Yeah. And um, and I would have swam a little bit before that session to obviously, you know, keep up the distances. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was full on. Um, cool. Like it's it's yeah. Like how many days? How many days a week would you be so in the water? Monday would have been say a three three and a half. Um, okay, in the morning you would have had Monday evening off. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday would have been a double set. You swam in the morning, swam in the evening, probably four and a half, four k in the evening. Um, Wednesday would have been either a pool or the sea, depending yeah. on when. Mondays and Wednesdays, they could have done sea. Um, obviously, the closer it got to the north, more sea, yeah. I got more training in the sea. But yeah, it would have been Monday morning, Tuesday a.m. and p.m., Wednesday morning, mm. then Thursday a.m. p. Friday would have been off, and then long sets Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, so, so that's pretty much every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. six days a week. Yeah. Six days a week. Yeah. Uh, so and the volume they, would have been 20 and then it did hit 35 i think yeah. one week i hit 42 okay um, yeah so yeah you're kind of going that's a, a full marathon itself as in run wise and then you're prepped you're ready to rock and roll you can call you're standing mm-hmm. up there and you're about to start this epic adventure um yeah. what was the nerves like so my window was originally to be the 22nd. You got called early, didn't you? Yeah, yeah you got called 20, early. Yeah. So you only had a couple of days. Uh, it's like every second week um, for the tides, mm. a good tide. So the 22nd or 26th was my original window. And um, I got a call on the Monday. I think it was this six. Or it was the mo- anyway, I just yeah. remember it was Monday. Jacqueline um, sent me a voicemail going, I just wonder if it possible for you to come up on this window because mm. it's you know, window, weather window conditions and stuff. And I was like, huh? Yeah. Three weeks early? What? Um, so trying to panic to work out logistics because yeah. Lisa was also crewing for another swimmer, Doug. And I kind of kept asking the question, well, what happens if, you know, both yeah. are swimming on the same day? And I was just told, stop thinking about that. You're just going. So, yeah. So, that was asked on the Monday. I had to go in on Tuesday to speak to my bosses. Yeah, because you had to get time off work. Yeah, yeah, and they were so supportive. And literally, I was like, can't, I can't. And they're like, of course you can. Just yeah. swap out your holidays kind of thing. And, you know, and it wasn't even a question, oh, you know, what if. Yeah. It was just go. Like, just, and a dumb move will figure it out. And yeah. I, yeah, and I'm still very grateful for that. That's the brilliant. Understanding. It's good to have people like that. Yeah, possible like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then I was also, because then on the Tuesday, I got a text to say, yes, you'll be swimming on the Saturday. So you get a text every day up until the lead in, on yeah. the, to make sure, is it a girl swimming? Yeah. Not? So it's still not 100 Weather or something happens, yeah. So then Wednesday, I got a text that says, no swim. And I was like, what? I'm be- so it literally was a roller coaster of emotions yeah. that week. Um, and just like just adrenaline alone would be just like highs and lows mm. and being burnt out. So that's using up energy yeah. before the event. Because obviously, yeah. if you're going training, you're just going training. Yeah. Uh, not that you're just going training, but you, you're, you know the routine, you know mm. what you're doing. But then this build up in cold, barely. Yeah. The rivers are flaring. Mm. So you're, you're, again, you had no swim. Obviously, it went forward to you got to swim. Yeah. Um, and then. You're there. Um, yeah, so then, yeah, the day before I got a text then to say, yeah, no, you're definitely swimming Saturday. And it was like, okay. <laughs> I have to go and prepare all my stuff. Mm. You know, um, so I had my dad on the boat and Lisa was on the boat. They're my crew. So I sat dad down and I was like, so this is what's in this and this is what's in this and this is where everything goes. And, you know, yeah, how the gels work, how the, you know, um, fill the bottle to this much. Yeah. And, and both my parents again were quite supportive and mom was there as well um but i really don't think they understood you were taken on yeah yeah until they were in the thick of it going <laughs> hot <laughs> um yeah so then saturday morning the alarm goes off at 4 a.m and i'm like oh, it's yeah. game day you know 
and you you have to get up and get yourself all the the fasts done you know you have to bring everything down and then you're still kind of going have I forgotten everything and like everybody around me was so helpful as well yeah. like the car was packed and I was being carted down to the to the marina and uh, you know everything was put on the boat for me and I was like okay right yeah said goodbye to mom took a few photos and um, she had to stay on shore yeah dad and Lisa were on the boat the pilot the driver of the boat was on it and the observer uh, were on the boat um so they were like oh look it'll take us half an hour 20 minutes to get to the actual point so you know you can get changed now i had my clothes on and all but like there's vaseline that you have to put on to save chafing and stuff so yeah i'm 10 minutes before that and you know i think i've put nearly three quarters of the tub on myself just out of nerves yeah yeah, just putting it on everywhere kind of going yeah yeah it's grand it's done yeah you know all of my ears as I always do put his hat on mm. goggles on and then they dad a hug to see you later yeah. uh, you know and then stood up on the side of the boat remember taking in a deep breath and going here we go yeah here we go yeah <laughs> um, and then swimming from the boat to the shore and praying to God because it's, it's obviously still dark uh, that I don't hit a jellyfish yeah in the dark like. and then you get to shore they have two people there with torches to that you can safely get up yeah the whistle goes from your boat and you just start swimming you're swimming back towards the boat and then you're just swimming till you as i say you hit the ground so when you got into that i know i've seen some of the videos at the beginning when i was when i was only seeing videos from the yeah. the, the uh, start off in the, in the day obviously sun was rising yeah but obviously starting like say the first kind of five to ten k like how was how was that did you kind of have those kind of like oh my god what am i doing moments was it just kind of like oh, I'm just just trying to find my groove? Yeah. So well, I don't think we really myself and Lisa had a discussion, but I never was told what time of day it was. Yeah. What kilometers I covered. Well, you knew. Sorry, you knew what time of day when you had a specific <laughs> lunch time because she posted about that. She knows it's one o'clock because she had her peanut yeah, butter or yeah. and then tell us how much yeah. everyone it was. Um, so yeah, I didn't really know, and I suppose I didn't ask either. Yeah. Um, I knew Lisa wasn't going to tell me anyway. Yeah, so. Yeah. I was like, what's the point in tormenting myself? But I was kind of tormenting myself in yeah. the water going, what? Because you're not allowed to wear your watch. Well, that's what I was about yeah, to ask. Because obviously that yeah, you can't wear, you. Yeah, you know, yeah. You can't wear your garment. That could be a kind of a help or... Hindrance, yeah. yeah. So um, so what I was trying to do was, I was watching the sun come up. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out, like, old times, where the sun was <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe it's 11 o'clock. Maybe it's 12 o'clock. Um, yeah, I think... I think it was about hour three yeah. and I just was like, I'm not settling here. Yeah. I just couldn't get into a rhythm. I just, I felt unsettled. And I think when I said it to Lisa and she said, yeah, I could see you were a bit all over the place. And I, I suppose then it was like, put yourself together. Mm. You've trained for so long to do this. Now you're in it. So just keep going forward. Yeah. It was like having a conversation yourself the whole time. Yeah. Switch on, switch off. So then I did settle in and I had um, a good stroke rate then to keep going. And then, you know, the wind picked up a little bit. It got a bit choppy and everything kind of was thrown at me. You know, those lovely, silky smooth waters at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, because we've seen that. And then you went through a storm. Yeah, then we had a thunderstorm yeah. coming through and like torrential rain that there was mm. today. Um, and there was definitely a swell. And all I kept thinking, because we did hit mist as well, and I have heard other swimmers swims cancel because you know they can't, see. can't see anything yeah so it's like it better not better clear mm. i don't want to have to get out then when the the heavy rain and the thunderstorm started i was like there better not be lightning because i really don't want to get out yeah i don't want to have to be pulled out and yeah end this but her nature stops it rather than you yeah. like you physically again that's something that i couldn't control yeah. so it would have you know been out of my hands and when you're when you're in the water what was my kind of I suppose what was your your worst moment of that because like you're in the water for 16 and a half hours yeah like what where was where your brain was like what am i doing it came to a point when it did get dark um and i i did spot land earlier on and i just i was swimming and swimming and swimming i wasn't getting anywhere yeah um but when it got dark the, the, the darkness didn't uh frequently it wasn't that it was you know, there was a feed and I started to shake. Yeah. And from doing the ice swimming, I know then You're, this isn't that could good. be a spiral, yeah. This isn't good. 
Um, we were starting to shake, I was starting to chatter, and I don't kick my legs, but I was certainly kicked my legs for the mm. last two hours to generate heat to keep myself going. Yeah. Um, I did ask, I think it was the last feed, is there any honey left? I wanted hot water and honey. And I got that, and I was like, right, now you just have to get to the end. Because I could feel myself just getting a little bit slower and, you know, yeah. kind of nearly like a delusional state, but I just kind of kept saying, just keep going forward, just keep going forward. You're not going to give up at this last point. Mm. What's been the whole day's work? Yeah. You're not going to give up at this. Um, so that kind of was a little bit of a worry for me, but then we started to, we were negotiating, we were into Port Patrick, and then it was like, okay, you can swim to those rocks. And yeah. I was like, what rocks are you talking about? Yeah, I can't yeah. see anything, it's too dark. So I literally was tentatively swimming in, swimming in. I could see these shadows and yeah. I was like, oh, that must be a rock. And then eventually I started hitting rocks and I was like, okay, climbed up onto it, shouted, hands up in the air. I said, I'm up. Um, I heard the whistle go. And I literally just went, thank Christ, that's over. Yeah. Got off that rock, so I'm back to the boat. Um, and yeah, I got to the back of the boat and Barry, uh, the pilot, um, was ready to. And I was like, no, 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 I actually just need to go for a wee. Yeah. So did that, find <laughs> myself, which they were quite surprised that I got up out of onto the boat myself. Yeah. And yeah, then it was done. It was, I've just made it in. And then yeah. I was, I realized at the time, I was like, what harbor is that? And they're like, oh, that's Port Patrick. And I was like, oh, I actually get in. So there is, like only six swimmers that weekend got into Port Patrick. Yeah. Um it's kind of like the highlight of it if you can get in, even though like you can touch, you know, the rocks is no problem. But yeah, it was my goal and my visualization that I wanted to hit the hit Port Patrick. So I did that. And then it's about an hour, an hour and twenty minutes back to Bangor. I am um, boat. Yeah. And then a couple of friends had made the journey up. So I was really grateful to see them. Yeah. Um Celebration drink. Um, and then that night, because uh, I had a quick shower when I got back, because I'd been stung by jellyfish. So the lion's mains had okay. got me. I got hit by six jellyfish. Six jellyfish? Well, like, yeah, well, that's the ones I remember anyway. Um, one was quite early on, hit me around the chest, up and around my chin. Then one slid down the back of my leg, crossed my ankles, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I did go into one with my hands, forearm and stuff. Um, so that night when I got to go to bed, I had a shower. So the best treatment for the lion's mane is hot, hot shower as hot as you can. Um, so I got into the shower, uh, got out, got into bed, and that's my shoulders were sore anyway. Mm. Um, but that's when the pain and all that started. So my shoulders just completely were erect. So yeah. I hardly knew to turn myself in the bed. But then the toxins from the jellyfish starts coming out and I was hot, I was cold, I was shaking in the bed, I was sweating. And at that four AM I got up. What was your thought process then? Like were you like pain. Yeah. Pain. So were you like elated that you finished it or were you kinda of like, what you did you do? It, but now you're kinda of going, Oh god, this pain just just let it go. Yeah. Um but then I got up and I got back in the shower. I got back, back into bed, took some uh, pain relief, and then conked out for about two hours. Yeah. So then the next day, and for two days, I felt as if I'd had, you know, it's like a, it's like a, no way to explain. It's like a, a hangover, but with no alcohol. I just feel like you've just. Been, it's a, it's an energy hangover. Yeah, so like if you yeah. if like uh, I, we only spoke about that with a um, one of our coaches, Paul, and he did three days summit. Mm-hmm. And he was speaking at this three day summit, and he says the Monday he felt like he'd been on the beer yeah. for like days because yeah. just and he goes, You can't go that high with energy, mm-hmm. and then the next day be like, Yeah, we're good to go. Like, there is yeah. an actual mm-hmm. uh, and a, an emotional hangover from doing something so intense for so long, and then yeah. things. Yeah, all that stuff. So, like, and you said like it took two days. We'll, we'll get back to that because we were talking about obviously the worst part of the swim. What was your favorite part of the actual swim itself? Like during the swim, not like the finishing or the yeah, excitement yeah. of the finishing and the start, but like the actual. I think it's just the favorite part is just swimming away, enjoying your swim, mm. nice. Kind of stroke and you know you're breathing you're just looking at the boat kind of just the, like that's what i enjoy is just yeah tipping along and yeah there's moments of that when you're just like yeah i'm really enjoying this yeah 
yeah oh. okay oh there's no jellyfish better watch out <laughs> you know um and yeah then reading towards the boat and my dad was there and then i kind of was like oh crap maybe i made the wrong decision to put him on the boat mm. because i thought it's quite emotional for him to be looking at me putting myself through this yeah even though it's my own choice and i did say to him yeah yeah exactly but i kind of said to him you probably wanted to take me out and he said yeah i did want to take mm. you out he said but yeah you just kept going he said and that was more i think powerful to see that i was just able to keep going and going yeah. and going and, then, and i think he was quite emotional on the boat as well just kind of that's my daughter you know yeah. in in there so it was really nice to have him there and be part of it and I, like i know my mom was on the shore and stuff and you know and knowing that she was there watching it kind of unfold and the whatsapp group go yeah and, that was brilliant by the way yeah lisa was brilliant yeah man. like she yeah she did yeah. it took me like 45 minutes to read all those oh times. yeah i'd say so because it was like <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah that that was motivating as well to know that everybody the support was all yeah. there um, and both my brothers are, are in australia so you know, they they then had to pick it up. Uh, yeah. Know, even I think she also be in his week. Um and yeah, it's it's hard when they're that far away, but yet you know they're still thinking of you and supporting oh, yeah, yeah. you, that kind of you know, so that was really good. And the fact um, that you have like the likes of WhatsApp and all that now, yeah. it's like they can see it in real time. Yeah. So that that's pretty Yeah, it was just unfortunate the tracker was stopping. Yeah. Um, that's just a, an issue for Infinity to figure out. But that does keep everybody on tender hooks. They're like, where is she? What's yeah. she doing? You know? Um, so, yeah, I think it was just because, you know, I enjoy swimming so much. Um, I'm not a super fast swimmer. Yeah. So I just get in and I have that same pace. And but it works for me and I'm able to just move her on. Um, yeah. But that's like, so, like, there's so much to unpack on that. Like, if you to kind of, like, you could, you could talk about this for, for days, just the ins and outs. But one of the things is like, and I know like for me, this is what happens to me. And I don't know whether it's just me. Um, it's as soon as I finish a task, whether it was the, the, an ultra or the, the all heart challenge or that blend the lock fiasco within five, 10 minutes. And everyone's elated and all that. And you're kind of like, stunning. What's next? Um, did you get to enjoy the, like what you've, done or would you be in the, the kind of mindset of like it's done now i have to get back into something you know i think i was so in the zone of trying to get all the training done that for the whole year year and a half that i was training first and i probably you know kept it myself and, and there was reasons why but um, i still to this day probably can't believe that i've done it either yeah. i just thought so oh, i'm just gonna go for a swim just gonna take on this challenge I've ticked that box and now that I've come back, I'm kind of going, did I do that? You know, and it's, I, and I do kind of, I am kind of a shy person as well. So when people come up and start asking me questions in the middle of the street or, you know, yeah. in Tesco's and you're just like, yeah, thanks, you know, and I, I really appreciate it. But at the same time, I'm like, oh God, yeah, 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 yeah. I only went and done a swim, you know, um, but it just shows that everybody's really interested in it. Yeah. Um, and I just, I would hate to think that people are like, she's there, she's going on about the swim again. You know, and when I'm not trying to, it's just, it's such a big thing um, that I have undertaken and achieved yeah. uh, and I'm delighted to do. I, I think there's a, a kind of a fog or a, not even a fog. It's a, it's a kind of, but once you finish, well, again, for me, and it could be for you, but it sounds a thing is when you finish something, it's kind of like, did I do it? Because the only way you really kind of know if you did it, if like if it was 100% recorded and someone put full music over it and made an amazing montage and they're like, yeah, I did that. Yeah. Because in because like, memories are fleeting and anything that I've done, like sometimes it's just like, oh, well, you did this. You did and I'm always, I'd be kind of, yeah, no, yeah, no, I did that. Yeah. No, it's done now. Yeah. Like I, I'm not doing it. I haven't just finished it. Mm. I've done it. So I'm kind of now like, where am I going? Like I've, like you know, I mean, I did like I well, off camera. I told you we were shooting it. Um, you could, join you could join me for the swim part, um, but that kind of, I don't. Yeah, I like it's like you said, like if people you don't want to be harping on about mm. it. Still, it should be good that you can 
acknowledge what you did yeah. one of a, a select group of people that have done that like for me as, as someone that's literally what the last three years tried to start swimming and i remember getting my first 500 i remember swimming to the rocks and back mm. and i was like yeah, relax <laughs> and you're like yeah, you did really well and i do this with clients and they do really well the things do and i'd be further down the road with that and, and my fitness or strength um that elation of like they can do this and then it's like well, look what you're doing and you can do that and i think what you did knowing that like two years ago you were like i don't know but i've seen mm. something and yeah. then the few times we spoke was like sure but in the work or my coach is like kind of ragging me that i can go faster and i don't know and all of them to the point of literally to me swimming 34 34 yeah, that's 40k was the total. 40k, right, yeah, yeah. Six and a half hours. To me, that's insane. Yeah. But you did it. Mm. And if anything, it's more than likely inspired a ton of people in your community, in the Grey, Greystones, Wicklow area, that they may do something. And that's, yeah, like, you know, you, you do have to kind of pull your back that sometimes and go and go okay i've just done this event but you don't know who's standing on the sidelines being inspired by it so when people go oh i just did a 500 or you know i came last and and i've come last in races as well and as i always say to everyone it says yeah but you going in there is i'd say at least 10 people on the shore or on the start line that to try so just think of those people that you could inspire so exactly and if you if you if you've never tried you've already failed Mm -hmm. then you had to get pulled out of water cool that's okay but at least you've made the effort and if you if you came and a lot of the stuff that i think people should just understand is complete the task stop worrying about yeah, the time. Yeah, no, you don't go to the Marlborough. No one at the Berlin Marathon, the average Joe, wasn't worried about Chicogi. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, he's here. Oh, man. No one was thinking that. Just like, yeah. well, he's going to clearly win. I'm going to do it for me and try and beat my time. Yeah, obviously, if there's someone slightly ahead of you, you push a little bit. Yeah. Well, completion of the task is always the goal. When mm-hmm. I set out to do something for the first time, if I'm going to repeat it, yes, I want to get from this around it, or I want to do it slightly better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for a lot of people out there, it's like if you've never swam before, you taught about swimming, just get into water. Yeah. And, uh, and one of the things I think, and people don't know, but I know, and I've said it to you long time about this, is you're running. Okay. Now, Karina's already mentioned she's ran two marathons, yeah, completed two Ironmans. Yeah. Plus, obviously, a bunch of half Ironmans and yeah, two halves, two fulls, and two solo marathons. Yeah, yeah. So, I remember coaching Karina for just general fitness. Um, running was not your forte, <laughs> and I think it was a minute. I think we ran the way we did it was a minute running, mm-hmm. two minute wall. Yeah, and I remember your first completion of a twenty minute run. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I was chuffed for you. Yeah. I was ecstatic for you. And you were ecstatic. I was like, see, see, I had a minute, a minute. Mm-hmm. Now take that. You don't run. If you're listening to this and you don't run or you don't swim, but you could probably run 30 seconds or a minute. I'm sitting across from a woman that couldn't run for more than a minute who was going to half Ironmans, half marathons, marathons, swimming across from one country to the next. Okay. The colder end and it was all just try it it. step by step Mm -hmm. just doing it for you completion of the task Mm -hmm. getting the training in being consistent but starting off not going hey i want to do this Mm -hmm. i want to swim 10k but you've never been in the ocean that type of thing and i think it is not inspirational it's motivating for anyone that would even consider trying something because you literally like for swim. Obviously, you were a swimmer, so you were good at swimming, and you you, you well, you weren't good when you first started. Obviously, no one was ever good. Yeah, uh, and then you get into it, and you become this amazing swimmer who can just swim, and you love swimming. But then you've also taken on challenges that you were really bad at, and then you develop that, and you worked at it to the point where then you can do what most people will never ever attempt. Like I know loads of people that would never attempt a half marathon or anything mm. because it couldn't be ours or i would never be fit enough i was like but they could probably do 5ks but i'll never do more than 5k i was like but if you can run more than a minute i know it's possible for you to run uh, nothing yeah um 
so that type of side of your story i think a lot of people will kind of i think people should know more about that because you you set your task you set your mind to a task mm. no matter how uncomfortable it made you feel you still did it so you and then the growth out of that the learning that you got out of all of that stuff is mm. huge because i think it builds character every time you complete one of those challenges but then you you, you kept moving on yeah like, it's like when i you know when we did the swim on the beach it, i remember i think it was the first time we swam the full length and i just said just swim to the lifeguard hut mm. when you get there it's just to the rocks and i suppose that's part as well i just kind of keep adding these little notches on and that's exactly you know what that's exactly that's exactly it like yeah. every time you train it's just a little bit more mm. and then like you say when we're swimming just want you to swim here and yeah. we'll swim to there mm. and then you're swimming a little bit further every time that is exactly what it is yeah. the next if you're running it's the next lamppost i like yeah. that sir yeah um and to me and that's why i asked you to be in the show because i think your story not only like the channel was amazing feed of just mm. like but then everything to get there and then the stuff you've done in advance it's huge mm. like and awe-inspiring because there's people out there that need to hear these stories because they were like oh i don't think i'm good enough i'm like yeah you are like you just gotta start it doesn't have to be loads it just has to be something and it's not going to be tomorrow or in six weeks but this time next year you could be running your first five ten k you could be swimming your first two three k yeah and you could be entering a race or doing a gale force or you could be lifting weights in the gym or uh doing something that you've always wanted to do but you're always afraid to go after mm -hmm. it and i think for you you've gone after things that probably scared you yeah a lot definitely um so back to the swim you had a Deadly crew. Yeah. yeah. So I know your dad was one of them and Lisa, Lisa, Lisa who was great on WhatsApp, by the way. Lisa, you should have your own little uh, social she media. Her in here to do yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, you're more than welcome. Um, but you had a good crew. So to you, how important was your support crew? Like, what, what did that mean to you? Just knowing that you have the backing, like, and everybody's there in, in positivity for you. And that's huge. Like, and then I, you know, hiding it for so many months as well and not telling people. Like, there was reasons for it because, you know, you go to the... And, and people, please don't take this the wrong way, but, like, you go to the beach and you just want to get in, you want to get your session mm. done, you want to get out and you want to go. Um, But if you're being stopped numerous times on the way down or in the pool and stuff, that eats into your time. Yeah. So you're trying to... You're trying to juggle it. Yeah. Um, That's why no I go super early. Yeah, yeah. But the, but then, like when I've seen the outpour of messages and the congratulations, and you know, it shows a community comes together. It might be deadline. That's like it might be a solo North Channel swim, but it's definitely not a solo. It's you have yeah. to have that crew around you. You have to have that support and all of that. You know, messages and you know, good looks and words of advice and stuff. It, it all means a lot and yeah. was t definitely taken on board. Like, Brilliant. Um, I but think, I, like, you know, like I still can't kind of get over that I've done it. But then when you put the stats down, like I'm the 139th person to swim the North Channel, the 55th female. And of course, then I have to go and Google and check the records. So I'm the seventh Irish female. Mm. So when I seen that, I kind of went, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge, it's a massive yeah, achievement. Yeah. Like, 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 like that to me, that's huge. Mm. Like, just in like seven female in the ever do that swim. Yeah, that's pretty. You're still like you're single digits athletes. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Um, so what's next? <laughs> um, well, there's a thing called the Triple Crown okay. um, of Ireland. So. The North Channel, uh, yeah. Fastnet Lighthouse. So you either swim to Fastnet or you swim from Fastnet back into Baltimore, which yeah. is twenty k swim. Um, I did actually have a slot for that this year, but I couldn't fund it all, so yeah, yeah, I yeah had to let it go. And then Galway Bay is a thirteen k swim. So once I have those three, then I'd be quite content that it's the Irish Triple Crown. Okay. Uh, no desire to finish the Seven Oceans, which the North Channel is part of. Yeah. No desire to go and do the English Channel. Um, that's what everyone keeps asking. Are oh, you going to do the English? Channel? No, 
Well, I am. There's a couple of swims that would, you know, impress me mm. uh, around the world in Ireland and stuff. And yeah, if I make it, I can try and challenge those. Oh, I think it's definitely be. the Triple Crown is next year's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm saying to other people that I do have a habit of doing things twice. Yeah. Done two two marathons, two Ironmans, two halves, two ice miles. There's not a chance I'm going back to do that North <laughs> <laughs> I have it. I don't. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. It. You don't need to repeat it. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, so also, if if anyone wants to kind of follow your journey, I know you post about seas and sea safety and swimming yeah. and swimming lessons and all that. Um, what is your Instagram? Swim uh, Coach Core C O R. We'll put Instagram. it. In, we'll yeah. put it in the in the show notes as well. So yep. if you want to check out Karina's social media, she'd love a follow. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you have any, I suppose, questions on swimming, she has a yeah. lot of stuff on her page that we can like obviously for to help you out. She's helped me out as a swim coach uh, to get from not swimming anything to swimming two K, <laughs> which is good, and then. Um, she convinced me to do Glenda Lock, which I tried to back out two days before. I said I should drop down. You went, no, don't. I was like, okay. First yeah. you in the foot in the yeah, water. I'm I was sure like, great in the Um But yeah, so Karina, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for uh, this. Uh, this is one of my again, like someone that I know that's done an amazing thing, an amazing achievement. So uh, my hat is off to you. Thank you, madam. <laughs> and uh, we will, guys, if you would like to obviously follow the show, um, we love the support. I love having guests on. And if you like it, give us a thumbs up, a good comment. If you've ever done a crazy challenge or you think do a crazy challenge, post it in the comments. If you think I should do another crazy challenge, post in the comments. I have a bunch already set. So we'll add that to the list. I'll add to the list once I'm not injured. And uh, we will see you all on the next one. The big thing I say is that like, you got to win the morning. Heavy requirements on them to lift heavy weights. The conversation has to be changed. What you truly value. The right way, there's no wrong way. Become the source of struggle. I can't like, find myself in tears from the physical pain. You're listening to the Stephen Kinsler Podcast.